Okay, today all we want to do is pray for the nations of the world. Our world needs prayer. Whichever way you turn, people need prayers. The governments of this world might think they've got it all sorted, but they need prayers. And I tell you, America need prayers. The United Kingdom need prayers. Everywhere you turn to, people need prayers. And it's up to the prayer team, not just the prayer experience, but the prayer team across the world in churches, in houses of worship, Christian churches all over the world. You think about America, you think about elections, but elections are still going on in Cote d'Ivoire, or many people call it Ivory Coast. Elections are happening in Tanzania. Elections are happening in Uganda. You look out across the world, it's one election or another. Um, sad news coming from Vienna, four people being killed. That's happening in Europe. You look at Turkey, we're going to be praying for Turkey and Greece. They had earthquake last week. Yemen is still grappling with the starvation of children. Uh, you've got Azerbaijan, you've got Armenia, they've got problems. I mean, whichever way you turn, the world needs prayer. And so welcome to the prayer experience. If you ever think there's a need for prayer, I just gave you a couple of reasons why we need to pray. And what we cannot do is say to ourselves, I am all right. My family is all right. My children, they are okay. So I don't need to worry about what's going on elsewhere in the world. But we're not worried. Bible says we should not be anxious for anything, but in all things with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we make our requests known to the Lord. I just want to tell you that if there's any time we need to pray, it is now. And I'm appreciating every one of you for joining us on the prayer experience to pray today. And straight away, we're going to go into our thanksgiving for today. Remember to connect with us. Uh, leave your comment, leave your prayer request. Uh, if it's confidential, we will have the team behind the scene pray with us. Uh, our Thanksgiving scripture today is taken from 1 Timothy 1 verse 17. It says, Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Just before you start thinking, you've got it all sorted. There's one who is king eternal. You can't vote him out. You can't vote him in. He's immortal. He never dies. Um, you know, there's a time to be born. There's a time to die. But there's somebody who never dies. There's the invisible one. You might not acknowledge him, but he's there. And, uh, you know, that's why we pray, because we know the invisible hand of God is at work on our behalf. He says he is the only God. To him be honor and glory forever and ever. Wherever you are, indoor, outdoor, come on, let's give him praise. And let's thank him for the things that he's doing in our lives. Just bless him, whether you're outdoor, in the park, or you're in your house, living room, or kitchen, wherever God is everywhere at the same time. He's El Shaddai. He's the omnipotent. Let's give him thanks. Let's bless him. Let's worship him. He deserves all our praise. 
Father, we thank you as we come again today to the prayer experience to seek your face, to pray and, uh, you know, seek your hand upon our lives today. Father, we pray that you, in your mercy, in your kindness, your presence, will permeate everything we do today. We look back and we thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for our children, our grandchildren and our parents and grandparents, for those of us who've still got them. Our loved ones, our spouses, husband, wife, uh, friends, work colleague. Thank you for our local churches, what you're doing in the local church across the world, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Kenya, Uganda, Nigeria, United Kingdom, everywhere. We thank you. In spite of the darkness that covers our world today, you're still doing amazing in this world. We thank you. We give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We're going to look at a piece of inspiration from the Word of God, and then we will pray. Um, and the scripture we're looking at today is from Isaiah 43, verse 19. One of my favorite pieces of scripture it says, watch, I'm about to carry out something new. And now it's springing up. Don't you recognize it? I'm making a way in the wilderness. I'm part in the desert. Listen, it doesn't matter who wins that election. Joe Biden, Donald Trump, God says, I am doing something new. Something new. God is working behind the scene in my life, in your life, in my family, in your family. You know, let's not be too consumed by what we can see. We only talked about him recently, I mean, a, a few moments ago. He's the invisible God. You know, many times you don't see him physically. Doesn't mean he's not working. We have uh, the United Kingdom. If the parliament uh, votes in favor of the government decision, the United Kingdom will be going into another four-week lockdown. Don't be overwhelmed because there's the invisible hand of God at work. The Bible says that he is the one who sits upon the circle of the earth. Nothing phases him. Nothing takes God unawares. I was speaking with somebody today. You remember the young man we prayed for yesterday? Uh, we prayed for him on Sunday and we prayed for him yesterday who was unwell, couldn't move when I spoke with the wife Two days ago, she said he's, he could barely move. But I spoke with him today. He's on the mend. He's on the recovery, on the journey to recovery. And he said to me, I even dropped the kids off at school today. That's amazing. That's brilliant. That's great. And we were talking and he said, look, Dele, you know, God is not sitting down in heaven saying, oops, this took me on unawares. I'm shocked. I'm surprised what is going on on earth. No, no. No, no. He is Alpha. He is Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He says, watch, I'm about to carry out something new in your church, in your family, in your city, in your town. God says, I'm about to do something new. Let's have a moment of reflection and say, God, do what you want to do in my life. Do the new thing that you want to do in my life. I refuse to focus 100% on the physical, the things that are transient, the things that can change. I refuse to let anxiety or worry dominate my mind. I cast my mind on you and I look unto you who is doing 
a new thing in my life and in my world. Father, I thank you. Come on, pray. Let's pray together. Just pray for yourself. Just just, just make a confession to the Lord. I refuse to let worry dominate my mind. I refuse to let doubt, fear, anxiety dominate my mind. You are doing a new thing. I can see your invisible hand at work in my life. I look unto you. I look unto you, Lord. I look unto you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Savior. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Going to be praying for the church. Yesterday, we talked about praying for especially church leaders and pastors. And uh, after the broadcast yesterday, we were praying with the prayer experience in-house team. We're praying. And I said to them, I said, we need to just spend some more time praying for church leaders and pastors and uh, all over the world, not just in the United Kingdom, church leaders and pastors all over the world. Sometimes people run to pastors, pray for me. They never think about the pastor, that sometimes the pastor too need prayers. When was the last time you really prayed? Spend time to pray for your pastor. I want us to do that today. You know, with all of this pandemic, with all of this going on in the world, political situation, I can imagine pastors in America, what they are having to deal with, you know, about a thousand people in America at the minute, so the records say, about a thousand people are dying every day in America. Forget the election, that's going on because of the pandemic that's happening as we speak, you know, uh, and that is one family, that is one husband, one wife, one uncle, one brother, that is somebody's family member, loved one who is passing away. And um, sometimes it's the pastors who have to deal with that, pastors who have to organize funeral and organize these and organize that and do that and pray for the sick and, you know, all of that. You know, pastors do carry a lot of burden. I want us to pray for pastors and church leaders, not just pastors, church leaders, deacons, deaconesses, uh, youth leaders, people who are leading children's work in various churches. Um, just just pray for those who are feeling weary, feeling despondent right now, whether it's the church in Nigeria or the church in South Africa or the church in India. You know, I, I felt the Lord say to me, he said, it's so, so easy to criticize the church. It's so easy to condemn the church. It's so easy. But And, and in doing that, we we don't see some of the good things that church leaders, youth workers, children workers, uh, people who lead visitation to the sick, people who visit the elderly, people who do all kinds of things within, within the local church, in the community. Doesn't matter whether it's Anglican church, Methodist church, Pentecostal church, doesn't matter. These people are saving other people, they're saving lives. And I want us to just, just, just pray, just pray, uh, spend some time, just pray for them, wherever you are, just, just pray right now. If you can pray in the spirit for them, somebody somewhere needs this prayer. Somebody in Singapore needs this prayer, in India needs this prayer. Father, we just lift up church workers and, and leaders and elders and pastors and ministers and, and youth workers, people who run uh, children's work, um, toddlers ministry, people who look after the elderly, who visit the sick, 
within the local church structure up and down the country, United Kingdom, Europe, Africa, Asia. Yes, uh, sometimes they might not get it right. Sometimes they might do wrong things, but we just, we just want you to, to, to strengthen the weak at this time. You said in your word, in Isaiah chapter 40, 29, you give strength to the weary. You increase the power of the weak. We pray you will give them strength and increase their power. Where they are discouraged, Lord, bring hope. Bring hope in the name of Jesus. Bring hope. Father, we pray. We pray that you will strengthen our brothers and our sisters up and down the country in the name of Jesus, in the north, in the east, in the west, in the south. Uh, pastors and leaders in Birmingham, pastors and leaders in Manchester, in the Wirral area, in Liverpool area, uh, in, in Lancashire area, Blackpool, Lancaster, in all the uh, regions of England and Scotland and Wales, all over the United Kingdom, we pray in the name of Jesus. We remember pastors in the United States who are having to deal with the pandemic, who are having to deal with all kinds of riots and uprising and having to deal with the election fallout. We pray in the name of Jesus. Give them wisdom, give them knowledge, give them uh, a sense of trusting in you and depending on you. Uh, even at this time, oh God, we pray for them, strengthen them in the mighty name of Jesus. For those of them who, uh, you know, honestly in their heart, they, they, they think they're doing the right thing, but are making mistakes, will you open their eyes? Let them see the light of your word and, and let them learn to lean on you and not on their own understanding help them help the church help the body of christ in this nation and nations across the world thank you lord in jesus name amen amen a prayer i want us to pray for the nations is i want us to pray for the nations to recognize god i just told you what's going on around the world you know sometimes it surprises me how much is happening in our world today Bible says in Isaiah 19:21, the Lord will make himself known to Egypt. Egypt represents nations who have not recognized God of Israel. He said the Lord will make himself known to Egypt. And on that day, Egypt will acknowledge the Lord. Egypt will acknowledge the Lord. He says they will worship with sacrifices and offerings. They will make vows to the Lord and fulfill them. Egypt will acknowledge the Lord. Not just Egypt as a country, but he's talking about nations of the world. They will acknowledge the Lord. Iran, Iraq, uh, uh, Azerbaijan, Armenia, Greece, Turkey, they will acknowledge the Lord. This is that time. This is that season. This is that era in the name of Jesus. When human wisdom comes to an end, then they will turn to the Lord. Pray, pray that with me right now and say, God, stare the hearts of men and women nations across the world pray for your own nation let them turn to the lord let them acknowledge the lord not only will will they will they raise up an altar to the lord in those places god will make himself known he will make himself known he will reveal himself in the name of jesus breaking the bands of culture breaking the barriers of religion false religion false worship, breaking down those barriers of materialism in the Western world, those self-barriers of, uh, 
of I know it all, I don't need God mentality, breaking it down in the United Kingdom, in Italy, in France, in, in, in Belgium, in Sweden, in Switzerland, in Poland, in Czechoslovakia, in Russia, all the nations of Europe, we break down in Romania in the name of Jesus. We pray in Latvia, we pray over this nation, Belarus as well, in Greece, in Turkey, in India. We break down every barrier of opposition to the gospel, barrier and opposition to Christianity. In Iran, in Iraq, we pray in the name of Jesus. We break down the barriers of religion, stopping people from knowing the one and only true God. This is the era, this is the season when the wave of the knowledge of God, you said the knowledge of the glory of God will fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. We'll pray that the knowledge of God will permeate the earth, Africa, Asia, Middle East, Europe, America, in the name of Jesus. All of the continents of the earth will begin to reverberate as the power of God and the Spirit of God begins to work in the name of Jesus. He said, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against it in the name of the Lord. He said, then shall they fear the name of the Lord from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Let that happen <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Particularly for Ven uh, uh, um, Vienna, we pray for Vienna in the name of Jesus. We pray for that city in Jesus' name. Uh, the, 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 the people who have lost loved ones, that you will comfort them in the name of Jesus. We remember France, they've also suffered in the last few weeks, uh, that you will comfort those who have lost loved ones. You will bring peace to the nations uh, of, of those of, of that are involved in this in this situation we know we, we know that we can't have absolute peace until Jesus Christ comes but the more we pray the the more we reduce uh, the effect of violence and wickedness and bloodshed and murder the more you know we pray the more light shines into these nations and the more people turn to the Lord the less we have a wickedness on earth in the name of Jesus, we pray that, we pray that into France, into Italy, into Belgium, into Germany, in the name of Jesus. Let your light shine. Let your glory be revealed. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Can I quickly say this? Yes, it's important to pray for peace on the earth. You know, even God said in his word, he said, talking to the Jews that are scattered across the world, he said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Is it possible for peace, absolute peace in Jerusalem? It is not possible. But you know, if we don't pray, then there will be absolute chaos. You have one choice. Do you have absolute chaos? or you've got more peace and less and less chaos. You know, we can know until Jesus Christ comes and the millennium happens, you can't have 100%, you cannot have 100% peace on earth. That is true. 
you know, but the more we pray, the more we pray, that's important. The more we pray, the less the forces of evil and violence and murder and wickedness in upon the earth. And it means protection for our children and our children's children, protection for our communities and our cities and our nations in the mighty name of Jesus. We know we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this age. I want us to pray right now. Just pray for countries like Greece and Turkey who have just experienced an earthquake. And some people have lost loved ones. Some people were, they had marvelous testimonies of loved ones being rescued two, three days from the rubble. We're just going to pray, Lord, let your hand of peace and safety and protection against the powers of darkness over these nations in the name of Jesus. It says he heals the broken hearted and binds up their wounds in the name of Jesus. Will you touch the nations of the world? Touch Turkey, touch uh, uh, um, uh, Greece. Touch in the name of Jesus, Azerbaijan, touch Armenia, touch those countries in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, let your hand come upon these nations for good. Even those nations that deny you, those nations that resist you, those, those nations that perpetrate wickedness against the church, you can touch them. You were the one that com converted Paul. He was Saul, he was persecuting the church, and then you arrested him on the way. You arrested him, and Saul became Paul. The terrorist became an apostle. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. What you did in Acts chapter 9, you begin to do it in nations of the world. We want to see your hand. We want to see your glory. A lot of people are suffering on our earth. We ask for your divine intervention in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And so we pray for the United States, U.S. of A. We want to pray. Donald Trump, Joe Biden, it doesn't matter who wins. What matters is the peace and prosperity of the United States. Peace and prosperity of the United States. You know, I like what one ex-president of Nigeria said. Uh, good luck, Jonathan. When it was, uh, there was elections in Nigeria, and then he came out and he said something. He said, my blood, uh, the life of, of, of any Nigerian is, is, is too precious. It's too precious that because of my election ambition is not worthy of the blood of one Nigerian. In other words, I mean, if I lose the election, what does it matter? What does it matter? It's not life and death. And we want to pray this over the United States. People are boarding up their shops, boarding up their homes because they think it doesn't matter who wins. There'll be violence on the streets. We want to pray, God. All those people who are fomenting trouble and want to lead to the loss of lives and things like that. Pray. Can you pray? God, pray for America. Whichever way you want to pray, just pray. Whatever God lays in your heart, just pray right now over the United States in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He says he makes peace at your borders. He fills you with fine wheat, peace and prosperity. We pray that over America 
in the name of Jesus. The election of Joe Biden, the election of Donald Trump, it does not require the blood of any American. It doesn't require the blood of any American. We pray that in the name of Jesus. We we'll pray for peace and pro pro prosperity over the land. You, Lord, who used Cyrus, who was a non-Christian, who was an unbeliever. I mean, in those days, he was not part of the commonwealth of Israel. But you used him to, 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 to do your will and to do your purpose. You even used Pharaoh in, in the book of uh, uh, Genesis to preserve Jacob and 70 members of his household. You used him. You created a heaven for, for Joseph and his family and Israel flourish in the land of Goshen until a king came that did not recognize Joseph, but you still protected your people. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will touch the heart of, of, of whoever, whoever wins this election, you will touch the, the, their heart in the name of Jesus. They will do what is right for America. They will do what is right for the American people in the name of Jesus. We pray for uh, churches, we pray for pastors, we pray for leaders, we pray for our brothers and sisters who are Christians in the name of Jesus, that you will encourage them. We pray for non-Christians as well. Uh, every American, you will touch their heart. We pray for your hand to rest upon that nation in a mighty way. The enemy wants to use this to break up America. The enemy wants to use this to divide America, but let them come up stronger than they ever were in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We used to say here in England, what doesn't break you only makes you stronger. And may that be the case with America in the name of Jesus. Our time is almost up, but I want us to pray. If you have a prayer request, you have something you need God for, you're trusting God for a job, a new employment, a new job, a new place of work, whatever it is in that area, trusting God for a finance breakthrough or whatever it is, health, healing in your body, I want to pray for you. The Bible says he redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercy. Love and tender mercy. I want to pray that with you right now. We thank God for those two men we prayed for over the weekend. One who was struck down with COVID-19, uh, who is on demand, recovering, and the other one who was seriously, seriously unwell and is also on demand. We thank God for that. And we just pray right now that the Lord will perfect his work in their health, in their bodies, in the name of Jesus. We pray for anyone right now who is watching this live or will watch later the recorded version. Pray for those who will listen to the audio podcast who are looking up to you right now. We agree together in the unity of the spirit in faith. We agree together in the name of Jesus. Lord, you that said in your word, you will make a way in the wilderness. You will make a way in the wilderness, even, even rivers in the desert, you will make a way for them. Uh, for healing, you will provide healing from, from, from every sickness, every disease. You will bring protection, you will bring provision. You will make a way, Father, uh, to get a new job. Whatever it is that we are looking up to you right now, we receive open heavens above our head in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Don't forget, 
Let us know what God is doing in your life. Let us know how the prayer experience is blessing your life. We thank you for being a part of this broadcast today. And for those of you who are listening later, we still appreciate you for doing that. Um, and those who are listening on the audio podcast, either on Spotify or on Google Caster, whichever of the platform, we do appreciate you uh, for uh, connecting. Remember, tomorrow night, our midweek Bible study is on, on Elijah the Tishbite. Um, 9, 8.30. I will tell you more about that tomorrow. But if you want to find out anything, just inbox us and then we'll send you the Zoom details. It will be on Zoom and partly on the Prayer Experience Facebook page. It will be broadcast on the Prayer Experience Community Facebook page. So that will be there. But if you prefer to join us on Zoom, it's 8.30 and we'll finish about 8.15, I mean 9.15, 9.30 thereabout. We're looking at Elijah, a man that brought transformation to an entire nation. That's what we're looking at so far, and uh, we'll continue our story of Elijah tomorrow. So if you're up for some old-fashioned Bible study, I know these days people don't have too much time to sit down around the world, but if you are an exception to the rule and you say, well, I think I've got an hour to spare sitting down on a Wednesday night around the Word of God. Why not join us and be a part of that? Yes, I will see you tomorrow. Thank you to all our brethren from Pakistan, Bangladesh, Philippines, Singapore, uh, the Far East Asia. You know, we really, really appreciate you uh, for coming online. Again, uh, I almost forgot Friday night. First Friday of the month, we have our prayer express coming up. Is uh, sharpshooting, <laughs> sharpshooting from the heaps. There's <laughs> no wasting time on that one. We take a lot of prayer requests. We pray them through within an hour together with the team that you many times don't see on the screen. Uh, I really appreciate you all, and uh, I'll catch you tomorrow on Wednesday. God bless you. Bye-bye.